0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by CIT. From transportation to healthcare to manufacturing, CIT offers commercial lending, leasing, and treasury management services for small and middle market businesses. Learn more at CIT.com. Put knowledge to work. Wall Street is retreating after fluctuating between gains and losses earlier today. Investors see a sixty-one percent chance of the Fed raising rates in December. That's up ten percentage points from a week earlier, and it follows comments from Fed Bank at Cleveland President Loretta Mester. Utilities falling for an eighth session, while consumer staples and phone companies retreat, with their relatively generous payouts losing favor as bond yields climb. We check the markets every fifteen minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is down ninety eight points. Half a percent trading at 18,155. fifty-five. S&P 500 down 11 points, a loss of half a percent trading at 2150. The NASDAQ is down 15 points, three tenths of a percent trading at 52.85. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down just two cents a barrel right now, trading at 48.78. Spot Gold down three percent, that's a loss of $40.10 an ounce. Trading at 127260 and that ten-year treasury down 1732, driving the yield up to 1.6812%. And that's the Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Google. Google is introducing a new phone. It's called the Pixel. It also is introducing an Amazon Echo Fighter. And here to tell us more is Gene Munster. He is managing director of Piper Jaffrey in Minneapolis. He can be followed on Twitter at Gene Munster. All right, Gene, tell us, what is uh, the most relevant for you? Is it the uh, the Echo Fighter uh, that the Google has introduced, that uh, Alphabet has introduced, or or is it the new the two new phones, the Pixel and the Pixel XL?
2: The Pixel and the Pixel SL, those are called hero phones, which basically Google puts them out. This is the rebranded Nexus phones, and they put them out there so other hardware, Android hardware manufacturers like Samsung or HTC can get an idea of what having Android in its purest form looks like. And imagine if Android was an iPhone. That's essentially what these Pixel phones are. The reason why that's significant is this is going to implement Daydream, which is a new platform from Google that will help VR work more seamlessly on your phones, and you'll put them in those headsets, and this is a big macro theme for the next decade is going to be VR. And so that's why we see this being the more important of the two announcements, The just this importance of moving the VR theme forward. Uh, that said, is that the, the the home the Echo competitor is important because it's an example of how we're using technology in more of a seamless environment and probably the best example of how the interface of of technology is changing. It used to be a keyboard, mouse, and touchscreen, and now it's our voice, our eyes, gestures, and and eventually even be our thoughts. And using voice is a powerful thing that Google's tapping into at home.
3: It's a big, big step. It seems they're taking Gene in so many directions. I am. I guess I'm especially interested in the the handsets, the phone part of this, because, for example, Mark Ger-German, uh one of our Bloomberg News correspondents, following this, he, he he said, behind the Pixel, Google's first real threat to the iPhone. Is it a real threat to the iPhone, and how how much is that Google's intent?
2: It's it's their intent to. Build a phone that is competitive, and in order to be competitive, you have to be a competitor to the iPhone. It's not going to change iPhone's fortunes over the next several years. What is going to happen is that it most likely is that you're going to see Samsung users. They're looking for a reason to go to a different phone at this point. HTC, other Android manufacturers, those people that would are loyal to Android, but this is not going to be enough to get a person who is committed, and we measure how committed people are to their iPhone, it tends to be close to 95% uh, to, to switch.
1: I'm wondering if you could describe for us this combination that is supposed to take place, I guess, in the living room, right? Where you've got your phone, you're going to have your Echo or your Allo or your uh, voice recognition device, and then maybe you're going to have your Roku or your uh, Fire Stick from Amazon or the uh, Apple uh, television. It, it, how is that all coming together, and and what does that imply for investors?
2: Well, right now, it's... It's not coming together very seamlessly. You just described it perfectly is that you have a lot of different solutions that are kind of all doing something slightly different that kind of want to all circle back to your primary hub, which is your phone and some of the applications on top of your phone. The, the substance of how this is going to come together is there will likely be a box eventually, uh, whether it's a Roku box or a Fire TV or Apple TV that has some of these personal assistants, the echo like the listening, the the active listening features, and then also can control your TV, and that's when your TV becomes the hub that's been referred to for a long time. You'll still have your phone. Uh, Eventually, your phone is going to be foldable, uh, because glass is going to be foldable, and it will become your tablet. So your tablet probably goes away over time, and you have some device that's carried with you all the time, and then a device in your home. And those two Will probably be from the same. You'll we'll probably be running the same platform on both of them, whether it's iOS or Android.
3: From an investment standpoint, Gene, how do you assess this this big project, this this big undertaking from Alphabet slash Google?
2: Well, it's they, they spend a lot on R and D. They spend about twelve billion dollars a year on R and D. That compares to Apple at about ten billion. And so, uh, there's a lot of different places that they can go with twelve billion dollars. If you're going to try to to think of how much of that money is going into some of the stuff that we've announced today, it's probably relatively small. We're probably talking about a billion dollars worth, and and uh, they spend most of their money in trying to make search better. And part of making search better is is this artificial intelligence, the ability to use voice and your common just stream of of speaking as a way to engage with Google. And so there are places that play into that. The key takeaway is this: is they're investing uh, money, not all of it, but a lot of money into this. And what they're trying to do is really get ahead of how we're going to interact with computers in the future. And that's why it's so important for Google, whether we're interacting with computers through virtual environments or through more voice, like with home, and uh, so those two combine.
3: Well, Gene Munster, thank you so very much. Uh, He's managing director at Piper Jeffrey, talking about the new Google phone and home products announced at uh, Alphabet's big event today. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Keep it right here. This is Bloomberg.
1: Coming up, another revolution when it comes to the telephone industry. You're going to meet Craig Walker. He's the founder and the chief executive of Dialpad.
2: That's next.